It's election time in the province of Ontario, and the promises are flooding in, and many have to do with real estate and the affordable housing issue. But just before the election was called, the ruling Provincial Conservative Party announced changes to the Real Estate Act. What was known as the Real Estate and Business Brokers Act is now called the Trust in Real Estate Services Act. And one of the changes in this act addressed the open bidding versus blind bidding process for the sale of homes. I'm Desmond Brown, and today on Sold in the Six, we're going to try to figure out if this new act is actually going to make the buying and selling process more transparent for the consumers. Tim Hudak is the CEO of the Ontario Real Estate Association, and he joins me today. Tim, welcome back to Sold in the Six. Good to see you again, Desmond. Thanks for having me back to Sold in the Six. Yeah, well, you did such a good job the first time. I had to have you back, so thank you. <laughs> There's always a first time for everything. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, changes to the uh, legislation in Ontario regarding real estate. Um, it's now called the Trust in Real Estate Services Act, and what are the highlights of that? And uh, more particularly, um, how is it going to affect the consumer? Basically, uh, the realtors at the Ontario Real Estate Association have pushed for a brand new act. That act was written in 2002. Believe it or not, Desmond, I was actually the cabinet minister at the time oh, that brought were. that in. I know you look, 2002, you Tim, you're like yeah. 10 years old. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually had that responsibility for the original act. So I like to joke that Aria hired me to fix mistakes that Hudak made back in 2002. Yeah. Perfect. Here's, <laughs> here's the bottom line. We want to make sure that that realtor at your side, when you're making the biggest purchase or sale of your life, has the highest professional standards in North America. Strong education. And if they break the rules or take advantage of somebody, really tough discipline to yeah. fine, suspend, or kick them out altogether. That's the main goal here. And we're very fortunate that the first the uh, Kathleen Wynne Liberals, now the Doug Ford Conservatives, listened to us, and we're modernizing the act. What does it mean for consumers? High professional standards, North American leaders, a strict mm -hmm. discipline system, more clarity and transparency in your dealings uh, in uh, real estate. I'll give you one quick example. Like the fines were set in 2002 when the average price of a home, Desmond, in Toronto was $220,000. Yep, I remember those days. For that these days. So it shows why we needed to modernize this bill. Okay. So another thing that came out of this act was the seller's choice whether to have an open bidding process or a closed bidding process. And I, I tell you, I was kind of shaking my head over this. Like, of course, if the seller is going to have the choice, of course, they're going to choose the closed bidding process. Like I know I would. And if I am the real estate agent representing that seller, I know I'm going to advise them to do that. But if I'm the buyer's agent, I want it open. So yeah, I want my cake and I want to eat it too. I get that. Um, I don't, it's just, the, it depends on who we as agents are representing on what we'd like to see. So tell me a little bit more about this uh, choice that the seller has. I know you've been busy. You've spoken to Premier Doug Ford about this. You've spoken to um, the Liberal leader, uh, Stephen Del Duca, about this. And uh, we also had an, uh, an announcement this week. We're in election. We're in the, the election uh, right now. And we had the announcement this week from um, from Mike Schreiner regarding, uh, the, well, you know, from the Green Party regarding how he wants the bidding process to be open. So give us your, your insight on that. Well, basically, the original legislation, REBA, the Real Estate and Business Brokers Act from 2002, 
said that a realtor, a, a registered realtor, cannot share the contents of an offer with anybody else mm-hmm. other than the seller. And that was done back then, Desmond, and has held the test of time because there's a lot of personal and sensitive information in an offer. Maybe how much, you know, not only that you want to pay, how much can you make in terms of a deposit? Do you have to sell your own home? What kind of conditions are you putting on it, right? That's yep. next to healthcare information. Our financial information is probably our most precious. So it's done to protect consumers. So it's not the realtors that, that made this rule. It's the government of Ontario. Yeah. Okay. So we went to them and said, okay, that's why we had the traditional offer process. But what if we offered people another option where you could share that information, but it had to be by permission? You know, I don't know if Debbie and I would want all our financial information broadcast to a bunch of strangers, but yeah, if exactly. I opted into that process, as did the seller, then you could go ahead with it. The other reason why, you know, we want to make sure this was the case, it is your home, right? I mean, your home is your most precious asset. You're probably going to use that to help finance a larger home or maybe dignity in retirement. And if a homeowner wants to sell it through a traditional offer process, an open offer process, an auction, they want to sell it to somebody that reminds them of themselves when they were a young couple, right? Or to a relative. It should be their decision. It, it, the, the homeowner should be in the driver's seat when it comes to what they do with their home. The government should yep. not tell them there is only one option. Okay. So that's why this new process has come forward. It's an opt-in. It protects privacy and also makes sure that fundamentally the homeowner decides what to do with their home. Great. Well, transparency, especially in these booming markets, has been a bit of a problem at times. I know that there are some of my colleagues who are not that trustworthy. And by giving the seller the choice, yeah, I can see where you're coming from, um, some of the details of an offer and so on. But for the buyers, how can we reassure the buyers that things are being done above board? Yeah. Well, Ontario is one of the unique jurisdictions in North America where you have to actually reveal how many offers there are. That rule doesn't exist yeah. in many other states and provinces. And it's also why I want to have a strong enforcement mechanism through the regulator, RICO, the Real Estate Council of Ontario, you know, to investigate, to make sure people who play fast with the rules you know, or sanctioned or or kicked out. We want strong enforcement measures. There's no doubt that if you do the auction process where all the cards are on the table, whether that's online, whether that's on somebody's lawn like they do in Australia, or all the agents sitting around a table, you're right, Desmond, that's a very transparent process. You know what everybody else is offering, but it's not going to control the price. In fact, you can make a strong argument that will actually increase the level of costs uh, in the system because in jurisdictions that do that, Australia and New Zealand, you actually have had higher increases in real estate prices because auction fever developed. So, yep, you went on transparency. What you sacrifice is privacy of financial information, and you mm-hmm. also yep. probably make things more expensive. And you ask me, well, who would choose that process? Well, ultimately, the homeowner is in all likelihood going to choose what's going to be best for you know the sale of their home to support their family or their retirement plans. So you really want to buy that house. Is it a blind bidding process or an open bidding process? Well, whatever the process is, you better have your mortgage in place. And that's why I recommend getting pre-qualified with Jason Georgopoulos of Dominion Lending. Jason will get you that best mortgage available with the best rates available as well. And you can reach him at jasong at dominionlending.ca.
through these elections, first in the federal election uh, a couple of months ago, the ruling Liberal Party brought out all of these promises regarding the housing market. And a couple of things that they promised, and I'm not sure if it's in their jurisdiction, so I just want you to be able to you know, make that clear for me and for our listeners. They said that they would man- mandate open bidding. Do they have do they have the do they have the right to do that? Can they do that? So so no, uh, and I can tell yeah, you, there like, we go. You know, somebody who's been involved in politics a lot before um, becoming a real estate uh, CEO at Aria. Sometimes politicians make promises knowing full well they can't keep them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just go looking for votes during a campaign. Yeah. So what would have to happen here, and this is in fact what's happening, is since the election, the Trudeau government has deployed the CMHC, the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation to work with the provinces to try to persuade them to um, you know, mandate uh, auctions and some other provisions mm-hmm. that were there. So they're going to try to do it by convincing provinces, able to try to bribe them with some money for housing, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom line we can't lose sight of, though, is it's not the offer process that drives up prices. In fact, I'd argue auctions are, are worse that way. It's lack of supply. And all of our energy really should be focused on building more homes that average people can afford, starter homes for sure, uh, move up homes and the kids come along, some quality yeah. rentals and maybe places for empty nesters who can stay in the city or close to the grandkids and give up the family home for a young couple starting out. So these are all, I, I, I get it, having been in politics, they sound good, but if we're really going to help get those keys closer to hand, yeah. you need more supply. And the supply, and that comes up with everybody that I speak to when it comes to this issue of bidding wars, transparency, it always comes back full circle to supply and we just don't have the supply. Someday, we really hope that we get a more balanced market out here where we have a chance. If somebody wants to move up in a home, then they have a chance of being able to move up. If somebody wants to enter the market, they have a chance of entering the market. If somebody wants to downsize, they have a chance of doing that. But now, me or I, like many other realtors, we have lists of people like that and um, we just cannot help them fulfill those goals at all. So um, anyway, we're hoping. Um, The other thing the federal government was saying, uh, they wanted to make home inspections mandatory. And, you know, like I'm taking a look at, you know, when we see offers, like you said, there are details and offers that come up sometimes. There are conditions. There um, are financing conditions sometimes. Um, But to make it conditional upon a home inspection, when another offer comes in and says, no, we're, we're coming in, we're coming in firm. Um, it doesn't do any good to that that person, or you know, the person that was bidding on it that had the condition in there on the home inspection. You can't force somebody to 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 take that condition. Yeah, we, uh, it's an excellent it's an excellent point. There may be reasons why you wouldn't want a, a home inspection. Maybe you know you've got some expertise there. Maybe it's going to be a teardown. But ultimately, you know, we have to treat people as the adults that that they are. And, you know, they'll work with their agent like yourself, Desmond, to get the best advice when it comes to home inspection and who to use and all that kind of stuff. But if the government were to come in and tell Debbie and I that we can't buy that dream house, you know, that we've been saving up for, um, unless I get a home inspection, is that really yeah. the rule for government? Or to tell the seller they can't sell? These are private exchanges. This is not government property. It's not public property. You know, it's owned by individuals. It's their big investment. We should give the best advice possible. And have you know regulated professionals like yourself, Desmond, have demands when it comes to education, yep. continued education, and ethics. But otherwise, you know what? We should decide for ourselves as adults what's in our best interests. Yeah, no, and I agree with that. And 
That's why I was a little frustrated and upset um, during the last federal election with these promises. Because, you know, like you said, they make promises. They, they basically muddied the waters on what they on what jurisdiction they had to do these things. And a lot of people bought it, hook, line, and sinker. And I know you're an old conservative and all that, and this is a liberal government and all that, but let's, politics aside, I don't think it was right. I don't think they were being that trustworthy with this. So what, what's happening here is you see politicians, and I think it's fair to say of all stripes, that find it easier to try to solve the symptoms of the problem rather than the core problem. The mm-hmm. core problem, again, being not enough supply that people can actually afford. And there are solutions on the table, I think very attractive solutions, but sometimes they're tough for government. You have to actually take on the NIMBYs that don't want to have new neighbors in the neighborhood or next door that shut down housing projects. You have all kinds of taxes and red tape, regulations and runaround. That means often a builder has to pay $125,000 before they put a shovel in the ground or outdated 1970s policies that don't make sense in 2022. So that takes some effort for government to do it. Or they could put their money where their mouth is and say, you know, hey, Toronto's done a really good job bringing more housing people can afford. So they'll be first in line for the next, you know, transit project. And this yeah, municipality has yeah. done a lousy job and thrown up walls. Well, they go to the bottom of the list. There's lots government could do. But sadly, many take the easy way out. They try to treat the symptoms. And that's not going to bring homeownership closer for families who are struggling to get there. Yeah, no, and I agree with you on that, Tim. Okay, I know uh, we don't have much more of your time, so uh, let's just wrap this up. And um, the new act, the Trust and Real Estate Services Act, um, just a summary on how it's going to benefit the consumer today. Well, it makes a stronger regulator to investigate wrongdoing, to suspend or revoke licenses for those who break the rules. It gives realtors a new business opportunity called the Personal Real Estate Corporation where they can invest back into their business and improve the quality uh, of service. There's more transparency in the exchange. We talked about a new offer process as well as clarifying the role that the realtor plays, what the expectations are, uh, and the role of the consumer uh, at the uh, end of the day. And a new modern code of ethics that will make sure that you have uh, a realtor with the highest level of training and standards you know, in North America. Those are some of the highlights. Great. And you know what? I think we really are leading the way here in Ontario. Just a little side note, Alice and I put an offer in on a uh, property out in Canmore, Alberta, just uh, not far from Banff. And um, we were in a multiple offer situation that we didn't get, but they didn't tell us how many other offers we were competing against. I said, what? And then we had an offer and we didn't get that one. We had an offering on something else a little while later, and um, they just refused it. Meanwhile, the next thing you know, they've gone and accepted another offer the next day. And wow. they, didn't, they didn't inform us that there was another offer on the table. So we're, we're here in Ontario, or in, we have to tell everybody who has shown the property that there is an offer. So they just jammed that one through on us. It left a sour taste in my mouth. And I know the agents out there are like, oh, yeah, here you are, fat cat from Toronto agent and trying to tell us how to do our business. And I just mm. said, no, it has nothing to do with me being an agent. It has, some, it has everything to do with me being a consumer. And I wasn't treated properly. So I get it. I get where people are coming from with this lack of transparency. I experienced it myself. Ontario is miles ahead of other provinces, especially Alberta. 
in that respect. Well, let's keep so, raising the bar, absolutely. And the other thing I'll throw in real quick here is that uh, we're also proposing, we're working on this, where realtors can have specialties. You know, when you graduate from law school, you can practice law in any area, but you specialize as a labor lawyer, family lawyer, or whatever. Yeah. Similarly, we want to do that with real estate. So you could be a specialist, whether waterfront properties, commercial, mm-hmm. seniors, and it actually means something, a book of business, courses. Yeah. So that will help, I think, raise the bar as well. For sure. Yeah. I think this, I think the consumer is going to be well, well looked after in the long run. Thanks very much, Tim. And I know you got to go. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thanks for having me back on. Look forward to the next time and keep up the okay. good work yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And that's our latest episode of Sold in the Six. So let's hope that this new legislation in Ontario actually does serve our consumers well. If you like this episode, please subscribe and you'll get these episodes automatically. Also, please feel free to forward this episode to a friend. I want to thank my producers, the Story Studio Network. If you need to get in touch with me, you can email me at des at desmondbrown.ca. I also have a website, in the six realestatecom and the six is spelled with the number six, I-X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be cool, but I'm an old guy. Anyway, until next time, I'm Desmond Brown. <laughs>